0: Presented by X-Insurance.
1: X-Insurance. From the Six Hour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies
0: of freedom. Mark Mark Walters. 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 And here we go. Hour two. Buckle in, ladies and gentlemen. I had an idea these two hours were going to just blink right by today because the whole day's been going really fast. It seems like all of a sudden, boom, we're right back in front of the mic. Welcome back to the six-hour Studios at AAR Ranch. Crossbreed holsters, Mike, fired up for you right now. X Insurance presenting all of it. Greg in Dallas, would you tell people where to participate in the chat before we go back to Neil McCabe, who is back on with us?
2: Yep, sure. Neil is on hold, so if you'd like to join our live chat, all you have to do is head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Thank you for doing that.
0: You can probably talk to Chad the Mailman in there, too. We love Chad the Mailman. Chad the Mailman was all happy and came up to our door yesterday. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He was dropping some stuff off he knew I was waiting for, and he was excited. I'm excited. (laughs) So he came to the door. And it was funny, because when I went in, my wife said, Chad the Mailman just came to the door, and you missed him. (laughs) Oh, well. I was working. But, uh, yeah, Chad the Mailman. We love Chad the Mailman. I mean, when your mailman's got the Second Amendment tattooed on his forearm, kind of like your host. Oh, brothers immediately. We're friends. (laughs) And, you know... Yeah, I have the exact same tattoo, and I'm friends with an Arizona congressman because we bonded over our We the People tattoo while I was filming him for Breitbart. He was subsequently elected. So that's Eli Crane, by the way. He's one of the eight that the establishment can't stand. Neil McCabe, welcome back, my good friend, my brother. How are you?
2: Hey, fantastic. I do want to say that... uh if if you're a postal law worker who is armed, it's good to know that other postal workers are armed, too. And sometimes things don't always work out so well. But, yeah,
0: I'm uh, not sure that Chad, the mailman, is armed in the mail carrier truck. I'm not sure that's uh, allowed. That
2: so going, going, I don't want that to put freeze, that out going there. Postal, going yeah. postal used to mean something when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. That was that's crazy stuff. So Neil, I, I want to go back to the red state piece with you because I told yeah, everybody that you were very busy working, and then come to find out that your phone battery was dying. And I'm going to say that that's because you were busy working on your phone. There, that's how we tie that together. But well, that's
2: m- basically what happens. I don't. There you go. There
0: you go. See, Greg, I was right, and that was just a guess. All right. So red state has the piece up that just dismantles. Gretchen Carlson and does so precise and expertly. And she refers to 560 mass shootings in the audio that I played. And as I covered in the previous segment in the, to the at the back of the last hour, the, and I'll quote from Red State from Nick Amani or Nick Armana, great name. Second, the 560 mass shooting number is questionable number at best, but most mass shootings are not done with an AR-15. Most gun-related deaths are caused by handguns. Only a very small percentage involve rifles, and then a smaller percentage use AR-15s. Carson doesn't even bother to note how many of those alleged mass shootings involve an AR-15. So much for whatever point she was trying to make. Third, if there are 20 million, that sure sounds like a weapon in common use, and therefore protected under the Constitution. She just gored herself on her own stat. The problem isn't the weapon. Uh, yeah.
2: Neil, well, if there was go a, for it. You know, listen. If there are 20 million of these things, uh, according to her, there should be incidents like every freaking day. Like, like if there are, you know, that's, you know, the miracle of it all is if there are 300 million weapons in this, firearms in this country, according to the left, that the, the whole country should be Dodge City. But it's not. And it's actually, in the it's the places where you have the shootings is where you have the mismatch, where you have armed you have armed troublemakers and unarmed regular citizens but where there are armed citizens and there are armed troublemakers you know those incidents those they get shut down fast and just think about uh, thinking about that guy in the mall who got shot uh, right away when he started shooting a guy in the mall right. took him down i'm thinking about a shooting in a church that thing was over in less than 30 seconds these shootings can be over if there's an if there's an armed american at the scene these mass shootings or possible spree shootings are ended in less than a minute, literally in less than a minute. Otherwise you're waiting 15. If a cop shows up in 20 minutes, God bless him because that's the miracle. Yeah.
0: And an even better stat would be it would reduce these things to a mere pittance because at some point, the mentally sick, twisted, deranged psychopaths are going to get the message. That's probably easier if I just put a bullet in my head.
2: It, was it David uh, Cordia because I'm who, not going to go there. Uh, was it David who was talking about? Um, uh, we used to talk about this a lot. Where it was like the number of crimes prevented that that there's just you know that just far outweigh the number of crimes. Like if there was a statistic for the number of shootings and crimes and robberies that were prevented because someone was armed. And we just never hear about this. It's completely off the board. And of course, you know, how many of these shootings, you know, and these violent deaths are actual suicides? So, I mean, you know, I don't know why I'm on the hook for a suicide.
0: Well, because they use guns and you're pro-gun. Therefore, you're on the hook. And you you talk about we never hear of these things. Let me give you a prime example of the media just blocking stuff out that they don't want you to hear. Um, Neil, is there something going on in Ukraine? I forgot because I haven't seen anything about it lately. <laughs> Again, I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah. What happened to well, it?
2: I mean it's like it's like they're <laughs> passing out guns now. You know? It's like, you know, and then you know, and it I think it may be too soon to even um to even talk about what happened in Israel with any kind of uh, edge to it, you know, because, uh, because that, that tragedy is still raw. But the fact of the matter is, you know, the, the government was actively preventing people from arming themselves. And, uh, you know, and, I, and you know, and I know that there are people who are reservists and they have their own, but it's like the, the fact of the matter is that the government was against private ownership of firearms. And the so-called conservative government of Netanyahu that's been running the place for the last 15, 20 years, you know, he was all part of it. And frankly, you know, you look at what's happening in England, you know, where the, you know, the Bobbies famously had no weapons, you know, the, those British police are, are armed, especially in those cities in the Midlands that have been taken over by, uh, by the Muslim gangs. And it's... Um, you know, all of these countries are ripe. All of these com- countries are ripe for the kind of thing that we saw in Israel. Because what can you do? You know, what what, what can you do when they when they when they fly over the wall in their uh, parasail attack vehicles, uh, machine gunning people? That's like crazy. And wh- what do you do? It's,
0: um, it's you go to an American but, campus and you support yeah. Hamas. And you fly a Palestinian yeah. flag. My son sent me a, of course, I'm being facetious, ladies and gentlemen. My son sent me a text today. He's on, he's on campus in class today. And he said they're marching with Palestinian flags on campus today. Yeah. I said, just go on about your day. Now, take a listen to how bad it is. Because I ask this question a lot for years. I've asked this question. What is it about their agenda that requires you disarm? Take a listen to AWR's headline today. Biden admin threatens to quit supplying rifles after Israel's Ben Gavir, I hope I'm pronouncing his name properly, purportedly arms civilians. The subhead, the Biden administration became upset and threatened to quit supplying rifles to Israel after photos emerged of National Security Minister Itamar Ben Gavir passing them out to community security squads. The Biden administration purported reportedly does not want guns passed out to civilians nor distributed during political events. First off, oh, I know I'm going to get myself in trouble. Neil, would you tackle that one, please? I'm going to mute my microphone so I can yell some obscenities. Go ahead.
2: Well, I think that uh, I think that it would obviously uh, disturb people in the Biden administration because they're they're convinced that the is the problem, and certainly, you know, their heart of hearts is with the Palestinians, and it always has been. Uh, especially with their uh, Iranian paymasters during the Obama administration, all the guys running the, the Biden administration now, right, certainly not Biden because he's not running it, but all of Biden's handlers and all of his people, they were all the deputies and assistants under Obama when they were literally creating an alliance with the Iranians against Israel, against Saudi Arabia. And so, you know, it makes things a lot easier for the Iranians, their militia and their proxies if people are not armed when they come over the hill. And I'll
0: take me. us to the I'll take us to the break with this, because me thinks it really pretty much boils down to this simple statement that Joe Biden and the administration and the Democrat Party don't want the world to see how effective an armed civilian population really is. Yeah. Because that won't age well for him. Army American Radio's Daily Defense continues. Three more segments coming up with the great Neil McCabe. We've got a lot to cover. We'll get to as much of it as we can. We'll be back right after this.
6: Daniel Defense Firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense Freedom, Passion, Precision. That is exactly what Daniel Defense is, freedom, passion, and precision.
0: And I had a motorist passing Daniel Defense on Interstate 16 today send me a pic of Daniel Defense. I thought that was kind of cool. So if you're ever driving down uh, Route 16, Interstate 16, between Atlanta and Savannah, as you get close to Savannah, you'll see Daniel Defense on your left or right, depending on which way you're heading down there, north or south, or east or west, I should say. But uh, nonetheless, Daniel Defense, visit them, DanielDefense.com. And by the way, I just want to make this point, because I know Greg wears these too. But I've been out and about the last 48 hours with my pillow slippers on, because it's been really cold here. Oh, yeah. And they're perfect. They're yeah. perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, I wear them with jeans. My kids laugh at me. Because I'll go out and get coffee, or I'll go out and do what I do, or I'll take my coffee with me, or I'll go where I'm going. i go to the post office, and I'm wearing those MyPillow slippers with jeans. No one's going to know. No, they're great, so check them out. They're available for you. They did go up by 10 bucks, but still, it's a great deal. And At this time of year, these things are magic. They're comfortable. Oh, my gosh. MyPillow.com slash AAR. It's as simple as spending 49 bucks on a great pair of slippers that are worth a lot more than that, and use that AAR promo code at the site. MyPillow.com slash AAR and support the man that's been supporting your right to bear arms. He has never wavered. Not one time in the fight for your gun rights. Mike Lindell gets it. So support him. It's real simple. Just visit MyPillow.com slash AAR and grab some of those slippers. Neil McCabe, welcome back in. Lots to cover with you here. I'll let you put an exclamation point on the previous segment and then I want to move on to something else.
2: No, no, because you're absolutely right, because, you know, if Americans start seeing the Israelis passing out those rifles uh, to their people, there's a bunch of Americans in uh, some of our cities that have been abandoned by the police, and they say, hey, why aren't they passing out guns here? Because, frankly, there's a lot of neighborhoods where if, if, the, if the store owners and the, you know, the people living in that neighborhood, the business people and uh, the head of households and you know, if people were armed in some of these neighborhoods, they would basically be able to push the bad guys out. It's unfortunate, but it's almost like uh, these these gangsters and these gangbangers, they're like an insurgency. They're like a a terrorist militia that's taken over these neighborhoods. and it's and that's that's when you have this sort uh, of uh, this attitude where people won't tell the police what's going on because they're afraid to tell the police what's going on because they know they know that the gangbangers can put the touch on them before the police even know there's a problem.
0: That's pretty scary stuff. Let me kind of tie this in here because, I'm, again, I'm going to go back to another Red State piece. And this one was written by Ward Clark, 2.25 p.m. today, Eastern Time. Georgia gun store owner, sales to Jewish buyers trending up. Now, this ties in to what we're talking about, The Biden administration, ladies and gentlemen, I truly believe, simply doesn't want the world to see, particularly you, Americans, to see the success of an armed civilian population with the very guns that they're trying to ban here in the United States of America. Interesting. And I would probably say they're not the very same guns because they're probably fully automatic. But the Biden administration doesn't want to see that success. Now you have, as we mentioned before, boneheads walking around supporting Hamas on american campuses including my son's campus i'm gonna talk with him about that tonight see we'll get more detail how big was it how many people participated etc maybe have a conversation with the university see what they're going to do about some of this nonsense but unfortunately those people have the right to speak freely as well and unfortunately we stand by their right to speak freely no matter how boneheaded they are but this georgia gun owner a gun shop owner is the, he's the assistant manager at Adventure Outdoors in Smyrna, which if you know anything about Smyrna, Glock is located in Smyrna, Georgia. Adventure Outdoors oh, is huge. Nice. Yeah, it's right down the road. Uh, Todd Widdin, assistant manager with Adventure Outdoors in Smyrna, according to Red State, said he witnessing the trend firsthand, Jews buying guns. We are seeing Jewish customers buying their first guns. Overall, we're seeing about a 30% increase in business. State Rep. Esther Panich, Democrat, 51, District 51, says anti-Semitism has been rising in recent years on the right and the left and has spiked since the Hamas terror attack a few weeks ago. It's a dark and dangerous time for Jews right now, Panich, who is the only Jewish-American lawmaker in the Georgia legislature. Now, that I found that to be shocking. I, I, that surprised me a little bit continued panics continued i've heard from people in the community who are afraid who have talked about other types of self-defense including firearms i have upgraded my weapons training as a result of what's going on neil we're about ready to see a massive uptick in firearm sales between now and the election aren't we
2: yeah absolutely and it's not just hamas it's uh it's it's the crime and what's happening is that the hamas attack has now given permission to a lot of reluctant gun owners, people who are, you might call them gun curious. And we all have friends like this who are sort of gun curious. Right. And the, the Hamas attack is, and what's going on in these campuses. Uh, I don't know if you saw what happened at the Cooper union or yes. uh, what's going on at Cornell. And it's like, it's like, amen. What the frick is going on? It's, um, this is like the United States of America, and and you see what's going on in some of these cities, especially up in Michigan, and you know people deliberately that the, the Biden and the Obama administration deliberately are waving in all of these people from Muslim countries, and you know you, you wonder what was their deal? Maybe, maybe their deal. Was that they wanted to neutralize the influence of Jewish Americans? I don't, you know, I don't know, but it's like, you know, when I these these Palestinians that are protesting, they're not here because of me. They're here because of the Democratic Party, and you know, they're gonna they're not getting their. It's like when they get funding, they're getting funding from the Democratic Party that wants them here.
0: Yeah, you know, I I, I saw a headline today. Let me see if I can pull this up quickly. I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to. Yeah. I'll probably just paraphrase this, but uh, the Democrat Party is seeing a massive split over what's going on. And I was explaining this to my kids earlier when that headline popped up before they got busy today. And, you know, my daughter asked, why, why is that? I said, well, because of what you just said, Neil. All of those idiots walking around campuses are Democrats.
2: Every one of them. Oh, yeah. The, the Democratic Party has been the home of Jewish Americans from the very beginning. And there's no other, There's you know, that's just the way it is. And if you look at the voting trends, and it's like one of these legacy things. And so uh, to a lesser extent with African Americans, but with Jewish Americans, I mean, it's like you're talking about multi-generational legacy Democratic voters. So when you see... When you see Republicans making inroads with minority communities, they're making inroads with recently arrived Latinos and Hispanics, and recently arrived say Russians, uh, recently arrived Asians. But you know, you just can't you just can't crack the hold that the Democratic Party has on Jewish Americans. Uh,
0: you know what? I want to go to. We're getting ready to take a break. I want to go into that when we come back. I did find the headline. It ties in well it 's a good segue. Democrats could be split for a generation as left tears itself apart over israel let 's talk a little bit about that neil i 'm going to disagree with you kind of sort of in a small way and i 'll explain how and why when we come back from this break. Neil McCabe, two more segments. great conversation don 't go away. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yes, welcome back to AAR Ranch. Mark Walters here in front of the Crossbreed Holsters Platinum Microphone here at the Six Hour Studios. It's all brought to us by X Insurance every day. Please go out of your way to support our partners, please. They make these conversations possible six days later a week and these these conversations are incredibly important when we have a media doing what it's doing that we expose every single day the fake garbage the the Gretchen Carlson nonsense that spits out all over twitter and the spider webs that it contains. I do want to go to this headline that just popped up on an alert while we were at the break. Mitch McConnell warns GOP senators they'll face incoming if they back Hawley bill to limit corporate giving in campaigns. I think it's about time GOP senators respond back and say Mitch, nobody cares what you think anymore. Go away. But that's just me. Neil McCabe, welcome back in, my friend. Let's talk a little bit about. I said I was going to Hold disagree on. with you. Sort of. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. Just go ahead. This is a distraction. You know, coming out of the last break, you were talking about, uh, you know, seeing uh, Daniel Defense in the highway. Right. And when you have a great company like Daniel Defense, right, that never backs down, and they are notorious for not backing down and for standing up for themselves, standing up for their customers, standing up for their vendors. And, you know, one of the problems in Georgia and other states is you have these multinational companies, they come in and uh, they try to change the culture, and a lot of them succeed. And people wonder, you know, why why would a governor of ten, why would a Republican governor of Tennessee support red flag laws? Well, part of it might be that uh, that Oracle is uh, building a facility near Nashville, and they're investing a few billion dollars, and all of a sudden all of a sudden the state of Tennessee has to toe the total line to, you know, the big tech Silicon Valley culture. And, but when you have companies like uh, Daniel Defense, it's sort of, it's it's a way of giving your state cultural stability. And uh, I really want to salute them because it's, it's a pet peeve of mine that everybody talks about how great it is that people are leaving California to go to these red states. But the problem is, When when these when Apple and Microsoft and Facebook, when they send their employees into other states, they're bringing those other states with them. And it's and it's a problem. But uh, well,
0: here's what I'd I'd like like to see the governor of Tennessee say, yeah, well, Oracle, you've got six billion dollars invested in this dirt over here and you're getting tax breaks that are off the chain. Keep your politics out of it or pack up your big earth moving equipment and go back to Massachusetts or wherever the hell you came from. That's well, called you know, leadership. Probably. That's called well, leadership. And that's what people are craving, because we don't care what Oracle wants to tell us about our guns or about LGBTQ, ABCD, whatever they call themselves. We don't care. We're done with it, and that's what I'd like to see.
2: I'm just well, his, saying. When he did that special session, they handed him his hat, and the legislature yeah. said, "Sir, sir, we don't want any. Thank you. Please do not call again. Please, sir, please, sir no, do sir." Not call, but,
0: yeah. Well, so stand anyway, we up and be a leader.
2: This, yeah. Let's go. Let's go back the to the Democratic Party.
0: Let's go back to the split in the Democratic Party. The headline, and it looks to be uh Fox piece, I think. Democrats could be split for a generation as left tears itself apart over Israel. We have a serious problem in our party right now, said Maryland congressional candidate Joe Vogel. A very bright statement, because yes, you do. And on top of that, 68% of your own party doesn't want Potato Head to run in 2024. You do have a problem. And as more Palestinian Hamas sympathizers... March around campuses across this country, making fools of themselves. And as long as you have squad members like AOC, who is doubling down and warning Congress about support for Israel and Rashida Tlaib's and Ilhan Omar's and the like, the Democrats have a very serious problem. And on top of that, they want to take our guns while the world is watching what's happening. So it's not aging well. Now, you mentioned recent arrivals and i believe you're absolutely correct about that but you went back to the legacy and i, I if, correct me if i'm wrong but i understand that you're saying that those legacy jewish voters it's going to take many years to be able to convert them because they've been voting democrat for so long i don't think that's going to be the case this is where i will will differ from you slightly because of headlines well. like this i believe that they're seeing this and saying oh hell no Absolutely not. These people are not backing me. Meaning the Democrats, they don't see what just happened. I had a family member killed, or a neighbor killed, and this part, what? No, I'd see, I see. I, I I don't see that happening. I think the Democrat Party's got a far bigger problem than the media is letting on, and that's just a gut feeling, Neil. I think you're going to see a lot of them bolt. Could I be right?
2: Well, I I interviewed. I, I went on an assignment once up in Michigan, and. I was interviewing uh, parents in this uh, very wealthy sort of suburb of Detroit where um, it wasn't it was like where uh, auto executive uh, not like auto industry executives like the engineers and the accountants and the lawyers for the auto. Everybody thinks about the auto workers, but there's also like tens of thousands of people who have uh, white, very high paying, you know, white collar jobs who work in the auto industry. And they tended to be sort of your uh, your goofy sensible liberals, and they were having a protest because of what would, because of the, the literal brainwashing of their kids in the schools. It was a it was actually a twenty one day program where it was designed to brainwash kids, and it was um, it was designed by people who. Um, you know, the same people who would, like, teach you how to uh, quit smoking or, uh, you know, basically it says in 21 days you could start a new habit. And sort of these different exercises that they would go through the kids to create the habit where they would become leftists. And these parents are going out of their minds because they were just like a lot of people during COVID. They were realizing what was going on in the schools. And I think that October 7th was that moment. Just like for many people finding out what was going on in the in the public schools, people now are seeing what's going on in the college campuses, and there's a lot of people who just sort of let things roll and oh, their college kids are kid you know they're just goofy kids, and once they grow up and once they get a job, they'll come around. Or you know, frankly, I think a lot of leftists thought it was funny if the conservatives. And the you know the working people the little the little people are complaining. They thought it was funny, and so you know whatever they're squealing and whining about whatever. Good for them, right? I I, I enjoy their being upset. And all of a sudden, people are realizing that 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 pure evil that is going on in these college campuses, and it's like it's produced it's polluting the minds of the kids. Not just so that they learn the metric system or the like communism. I mean, it's like it's one thing to like have a kid come home from school college, a communist. It's another thing for a kid to come home, a terrorist or a terrorist supervisor. It's a sympathizer, basically saying, "Hey, I think Hamas has a point. And it's like when that kid comes home, it's like good night. what What's going on with our country? And unfortunately, for Jewish Americans, they have a target on their back. It's one of the mysteries of world history. It is. Why, the Jewish people, well why do the Jewish people have a target on their back, and it do, and you go through it, and it's like the programs, and it's like it's in, forget, I mean, obviously there's the Holocaust, but then there's the, the programs in Russia, the programs in France, in England, in Italy, in Hungary, in Romania. It's like go all over the world. Uh, that the, that there's been a Jewish significant Jewish population. There has come a time where the dominant culture has decided that Jews must die. and and wow. Yeah, we' we're, we're seeing that time. We're,
0: we're seeing support for it here in the United States. I think you're going to see millions, millions of Jews leave the Democrat Party. We'll continue the conversation. One more segment with Neil McCabe. Don't go away.
6: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Yeah, back to the show indeed. DanielDefense.com. Also, visit all of our
0: other partners. HeavenSharvest.com. Do you have emergency food yet? You've got guns. You've got ammo. You're going to need some food. And Heaven's Harvest has you covered. HeavenSharvest.com. Use that promo code A-A-R. Heavensharvest.com. Pick up the entree bucket, and guess what? You're set. You'll sleep better at night. You have ammo. You have what? Look, this is a very dangerous time. It really is. Alan Gottlieb was on this program on Sunday. How well respected, Greg, how well respected is Alan Gottlieb's opinion? Good heavens. Yeah. Neil McCabe, how well respected is Neil? uh, Neil, how well respected is Alan Gottlieb's opinion?
2: Gold standard.
0: Absolutely. He is concerned about the absolute collapse of society. He made that very clear on Sunday's show. It was very frightening to hear him talk about that. It wasn't fun to hear from him. I've known Alan many years. and Alan's got it going on. That's why I say, you need to be prepared. You need to be ready for anything. Have some food. Heavensharvest.com. Got some ammo. Firewood. Cutting-edge firewood has you covered. Defender Coffee. All of these great companies. They've all got you covered. SIG, Really? It's a SIG. Say anymore? Car firearms? Good heavens. I got a bunch of them, including the Tommy gun. I was showing that off to some uh, family members yesterday. They love the Thompson. Incredible firearm. It's really cool to have. North American arms. I've got one delivering here any day now. A brand new one. Greg, it's the break. Top. Oh, really? Yeah, the one we've been talking about with Jessica. Yeah, nice. Can't wait to get my paws on that because I will carry it with me everywhere I go. Visit all of our partners. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. Neil, back to this conversation. I, I, I feel compelled to tell this story because, and you know this story, when we talk about Jewish support for Democrats. In a galaxy far, far away, in a life a long, long time ago, when I was a much younger man, I was mm-hmm. married to a young woman from Sweden who I met in high school. And I, I graduated high school in Simsbury, Connecticut, and she was living With her aunt, who was her mom's sister, who was here in the United States, married to a very wealthy businessman in the furniture industry. He was a titan in the furniture industry. He is also, those of you who are listening from Virginia up, and it's grown so much now I can't even tell you. It's one of the fastest growing companies in the nation. But he's the founder of Bob's Discount Furniture. Many of you know Bob's Discount Furniture and Bob Kaufman. Bob Kaufman was at my wedding. Okay, so I know these people very well. And all Jewish, I went to, you know, my my wedding, Neil was at St. Mary's Catholic Church in Simsbury, Connecticut. And the reception was at their house. Huge, beautiful home up on Pinnacle Mountain. that's with the Swedish accent, Pinnacle Mountain. The reception's going to be at the mountain. And we had this beautiful, beautiful, huge reception. And it was Christians and Jews, and we were partying and having a great time. I used to attend. I, I've lost count how many Jewish functions I attended with the family. They acted mm-hmm. as, my surrogate, as my surrogate in-laws because her family was in Sweden. I, I lived in the home for a while, worked with the family. Never once did I walk in that room and go, boy, I sure hate all these Jews. I don't understand it. And just like you said, it's one of the great mysteries of human history. I, I just simply cannot wrap my head around it. I really cannot wrap my head around it. And it angers me. And I think because of that. Now, he has since passed away two years ago. He was 81. But boy, would I love to be a big supporter of the Democrat Party back then. Boy, would I love to have, have be able to have a conversation with him today with what is going on.
2: It's be can, heartbreaking. It's I, be it would be incredible.
0: Mother murdered in the Holocaust, lost tons of family during the Holocaust, would he still be supporting? I I don't know. I, I, I believe that you are going to see. And I said millions, and I mean it. The Democrat Party has a problem. And I think that headline at Fox in their media section, Democrats could be split for a generation as left tears itself apart over Israel. I think that's a very true headline. And I think Maryland congressional candidate Joe Vogel is spot on. We have a serious problem in our party right now. And he's right, because it is the Democrat Party, that, and members of the party, and the party's trying to distance themselves and walk this tightrope, I don't think it's going to work out well for him, Neil. I really, truly don't, and I think it's going to have a profound impact on what happens in 2024. Your thoughts?
2: Well, you know, the, the, you know, the response to uh, the attacks October 7th by Israel, I think when it's all said and done, people will acknowledge that uh, it cost at least a week, um, if not longer. And so because of the pressure from the Biden administration. So the Biden administration was publicly saying that it supports Israel. But obviously, like it, you know, like the Obama administration before it, you know, Obama publicly pledged his undying support, right, of Israel, had a very
0: rocky relationship with Netanyahu. Well, very... looking
2: and looking to kneecap it at every juncture, right? And even at the uh, even at, at the end of the, um, I, ex- I forget exactly what it was, but there was a big there was a big vote in there was a big vote in the United Nations that the Obama that the Obama administration basically put through and refused to veto. Usually, every time every time this. Uh, these haters of Israel would put up this UN prop, uh, this anti-Israel uh, proposal in the UN. The United States would veto it, but this time, the Obama administration did not veto it. And but what they were trying—it was part of the during the lame duck, the Obama administration was trying to was trying to bait the incoming Trump team into getting involved so that they could hit them with the Logan Act. But that's like another—that's just another rat hole. Um, I will say this: that the Jewish American community, especially in the Northeast, was uh, fully integrated in the Democratic Party, correct? And the whole program of uh, you know regulation of businesses and taxes and everything else, the New Deal and the Great Society and all of those things were fully supported. And somehow, gun control, you know, must have been probably after 1968. Uh, gun control became part of sort of the left-wing agenda. And so everybody, it just became one of those things. There's a list of things that we all support. And it's, it's all fun and games until, um, until you see what's happening to your kids and your grandkids at a college campus. And you start wondering, you know, why, why are people spray-painting my synagogue and you know where i lived in uh, virginia in silver spring, in maryland rather in silver spring maryland on saturday mornings there were there's a, there's a tremendous concentration of uh, jewish communities religious houses of worship and schools and other community centers and there would be be this bustle of activity on saturday mornings and afternoons and there would be police cars with the lights on and a guy sitting in the car in front of the synagogue, in front of the community center, and um, and that was just normal. That was pre-October 7th. Uh, afterwards, I just don't know. I just, it's very yeah,
0: frustrating. I, I, you know, it, what I find interesting, and, and part of the reason I feel the way I feel, is you're seeing a lot of these very wealthy donors pulling back millions of dollars in donations to these universities that they attended. And let me make this very clear, university heads and deans and presidents and whatever you call yourselves in academia world, a lot of those wealthy attorneys that you educated are Jewish and they're pulling back their millions because of what you're doing. A lot of those business owners are Jewish and they're pulling back their millions because of what you're doing. I find it hard to believe that the person that would pull that kind of money would also continue to support the party that... Count them as members. Neil McCabe, thank you for being here. RedState.com. RedState.com. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will be back again tomorrow. So enjoy your day, and we'll see you on the radio.